like Rika's friend <laughs> and Rika beats her with a chair. Or is that in the what? second season? That's not. It's in the second season. Yeah. Okay. No, you're talking about um, Shinon, right? That like beats the shit out of the little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was funny. <laughs> beats the shit out of the little girl. I love it when there's like you know aggressive floor play. Oh God, that's not the right aggressive word. Aggressive floor play. Mm, I don't like that one. Uh, okay, let's test the audio. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and we're just a little podcast that talks about different animes with our fellow weebs out there. Um... So this week we're doing our special October themed ones because this is apparently October is coming up. So I'm really excited for this set series. I guess we're doing. What are we calling it? What are we? Were we going to come up with a cool name? I didn't think we were. I thought we were just going to call it like a I Halloween thought we were going to do a cool name, but like we haven't. I need to come up with a cool name. We were also supposed to record this. Oh well. What? What were we supposed to record? Put on the Patreon this episode. Oh. Dude, it's been so busy this week that I'm just like, yeah. Whew. You've been busy. I decided to come up with a D. Okay. Oh wait, we need to talk about this. We played D and D on Saturday. Yeah. How was it, Mo? I freaking loved it. I know you. I knew you would love D and D. This it was so much fun, guys. Like, it was great, except for the fact we didn't have a fucking fighter in our party. <laughs> I know. Like we were all like. In the back, we were all like, you know, we were all like either support characters yeah, or sneaky characters or like distant <laughs> fighting characters. And this, hey, it we was defeated rough. it. We Dude, defeated it. Was it was so much. What was the best? Okay, what were the the top moments of this for all? Okay, when yeah, Wendell guys, held keep... up Gerald's body and made the other goblins think that like he was actually alive still. Yes, and <laughs> yes, guys, we're going to keep you updated. So. My character's Lindel. I played a rogue, and we captured this goblin, and I foolishly killed the goblin after we found the pl- hideout, and then we had to find it. And then, like, two seconds later, two goblins spot us, and yes. we were like, oh, oh crap. shit. And so I decided I would just hold up the dead corpse and be like, oh, hello, it is me. <laughs> I was like, hi, guys. And they believed it because they had- They rolled s- a crit run, and they, yeah. so they believed it. And so it. they completely believed it, and then- what happened? Like, I had to sneak... Oh, and then I found out I had the disguise kit, so I put the disguise on while, like, we were just distracting Yeah. Them, and then we snuck in, and what were some of the other moments? And then moments? they found out, and then, <laughs> and then you convinced them that you were always a halfling. Yes. I literally rolled... I was like, oh, guys, you caught me. I've always been a halfling, and I've just always wanted to be part of a goblin group, you know, like... Goblin guild. Yeah. And so they're like... And then they believed it. They believed it. And they were just like, just go. Just and go. when we were leaving, I killed the other guy and disguised as him and just And like, then they believed it. <laughs> we just kept doing that. Dude, our DM was not doing great with those rolls. Yeah, he was just crit failing, but he had so... It was a lot of fun, though. It, was, it definitely went well. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was, it was... It was so funny. It was so much fun. But, yeah, like... That was D&D. And then we decided, we did this on Monday. That's what mm-hmm. we did. We did D&D on Monday. And on Tuesday, we decided that 
I would be hosting a D&D session today. Yeah. And today's Saturday. So I had to slap together an adventure. I, guys, guys, I've never DM'd before. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. We're all new. I really hope this goes well. Because I spent a lot of time on this. I think it'll it was be just stressful. fine. Considering that like a majority of our group has never really that's true played before i don't think that we're gonna be able to tell one way or the yeah, other and we're treating it like a one shot where it's not like a big overarching campaign idea i mean there is gonna be one eventually i'm just gonna start small and we'll let, we'll do this mystery thing which probably should not have done a mystery as my first dming but <laughs> here we go <laughs> and gabe will help me out mm-hmm. i'm hoping i know definitely like gabe wanted like a ton of fighting he wants a ton of finding for today. Yeah, he was. I was talking. He was talking. He's like, he's like, I just hope there's like a ton of fighting and stuff. And I was well, like, I don't think that there is. Well, he's gonna be. Well, I, I mean, it's him, up to the characters. Well, if you told, guys decide to get, to, if you guys decide to get in a bar fight or like fight some people, you can have as many fights as you want. I mean, like I told him, I was like, I think there's just a ton of role playing like today. Okay, there is. I have three encounters set up. And then there's opportunities for other ones depending on the characters. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying to keep it kind of short. I'm only trying to do three hours. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yes. That'll but be great. How has your week been? Has it been crazy? Yeah. I mean, I had a lot academically going on. And then I had to do watch the show. I had to watch When They Cry. And then I had to watch. I had to make the campaign. It's just been a lot. And all my friends are getting fucking covid and it's kind of stressful. I know my little got COVID. Yeah, we hung out with her on Friday, so. And then we had big little reveal, and she couldn't come, and I felt so bad for her. Yeah, that sucks. I yeah. know, but we're gonna do like a little like fam photo shoot whenever later on know. when she gets. That'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah, because I have there's like four people in my fraternity that have it, but I haven't really hung out with them. But Maddie got exposed to it, and she hung out with us on Friday, and she was like, "You guys all need to get tested," and I was like, mm. "Eh." I'm, I think I'm going to schedule an appointment to get tested. It's just I don't feel sick and no one else feels sick, so I'm not worried. Yeah. But, I feel perfectly fine. Yeah. I know. I asked Taylor. I was like, do you think we should go get tested? And she was like, yeah, probably. And we're like, we'll figure it out eventually. I'm like, you know, if you go get tested and you have it, I'm definitely going to go get tested. Yeah. So we'll just kind of play it by ear. So the COVID apocalypse is taking. But yeah, I feel perfectly again. fine, you know. Yeah, it's been good. How's your week been? Oh, no. I had an OKIM test on Wednesday. Oh, how did that go? I have no idea. I won't find out because actually there's a makeup today. And he doesn't release test scores until after everyone's taken the test. Oh, no. It was stressful. And then, but now it's done. Yeah. Until the next one. Until the next one. And then... I saw this thing on TikTok where it's a... um. You've never, like, well, you never meet a car- um a, pers- a major of this degree without them doing this, and it's like you'll never meet a medical bio or something major that doesn't complain about OCHEM. I complain about OCHEM all the Everyone time. Everyone fucking complains about OCHEM, and I'm over. even people that like literally aren't in a science major are like, I don't want to go anywhere near OCHEM. Like Taylor has it for her degree sheet, so she could take it, but she's like, I'm not going anywhere near that. She's like, I'm not messing with that crap. And then I had a test on Thursday, too, in Concepts of in Medical Genetics. Yeah. That did not go well. I'm sorry. It oh, went shit. like a 36, not well. 
out oh. of a hundred. <laughs> oh. I know I read that score and I was like, crap. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. fine. We're thriving. <laughs> it's an online class. Yeah, you hate As I'm like classes. rolling my eyes right now. See, you're over here and you hate online classes. I was talking to one of my coworkers about it and I'm over here like, I prefer online classes. I hate being in class in person. I don't learn well in person. I learn way better online because I can't focus very well in person. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, why the fuck are we still in person when we should all be online? <laughs> because for everyone that doesn't know, we go to OSU and OSU has trying so hard to keep us in person and doing all this monitoring I don't think stuff. it's going to last more than a week or two. Yeah, like, it's stupid. It's ridiculous that we're still trying because it's not safe for us. And, like, I don't want to be in person. But my professors and my major, because the School of Architecture is a bitch, and they're pretty much like, oh, yeah, if you don't come to class in person, then we're taking attendance and it's going to affect your participation grade or blah, 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 or you won't be in professional for school For professional anymore. school, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, this is stupid. And I'm like, can we just go online already? Because, like, now some of my professors aren't even Zooming the meetings. That's so stupid. They're like, I can't figure out the technology, so you should just come in person. What do you mean you can't figure out? It's, like, so simple. Like, Zoom yeah, is the well, simplest we're thing. We're having technical difficulties in one of our classrooms because they use a laptop <laughs> for it. Oh, my. Really? Yeah, it's Yeah. We're ghetto. And I'm just over it. I'm like, I learned better online. We've been doing in person for the past 18 fucking years of my life. Can we just go online? So the people <laughs> that are like complaining about online, just get over it. Because some of us have been doing in person for 18 years when it's not ideal for us. Sorry. That's my little rant. Because it's making me pissed off where people are just like. I'm not complaining about you. I'm just, there's some people I can think of in my studio class. No, we're good. And I'm like. I'm over this bullshit. But yeah, last night it was kind of good because I had a little break and I got to go to like induction for Phyland. Oh, that's fun. You know, and then I had to get ready for a big little reveal and that was so stressful. I wasn't even the one getting a little and it was just so stressful. It's so stressful. It's so hard. And this whole probably virtual thing was kind of weird too. The element with Macy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was like the call failed like three times, you know, and it was like... Like, right before her little came out, the call failed, and I was like, hurry, get her back up, you know? Get her back up. Oh, God, that's so stressful. Oh, my birthday was on Wednesday. Yeah, 22. Yeah, it was shitty, (laughs) so it was fine. What did you do? Well, I was in class from 8 to 6 that day. When did we go get dice? Did we go on your birthday? No, we went on Tuesday. Okay. And then I was supposed to go to dinner with a few friends. They bailed on me. And then I tried making plans with 15 other people, like, individually. And they all either bailed on me, flaked out, or told me no because they had homework to do and to hang out with four of the other people I asked to go to dinner with me. And they all decided to play video games together. Oh. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Olive Garden by myself and work on the you D&D campaign. You should have told me. And I, I thought about it, but I was like, it's fine. Like, I was trying really hard to hang out with someone in my fraternity. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to hang out with someone there. And they all flaked on me. No surprise there because... All the shit happened. But also, most of them, a lot of them had COVID mm-hmm. or got exposed, so they couldn't. But I literally got to my car, and I was about to, like, drive over to Oliver. And I was, like, not crying, but I was pretty upset, and I was not having it. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to go to Olive Garden, sit in the bar area, work on my D&D campaign, like a total weave, <laughs> and wait till like, later that night I was supposed to hang out with someone. So I was like, I'll just wait till then to hang out with Kate. And then... um. Chase texted me and he was like, hey, you want to like 
like, what are you doing? Pretty much we moved plants. And I was like, thank you for coming because it was. And then another friend of mine happened. She wanted to give me a gift. And I was like shocked because I've. it's like the first time I've been given a gift for my birthday since I was like 10. Mm-hmm. That wasn't like my parents just gave, my parents just gave me salsa and stuff. Salsa. I'd like salsa for my birthday. It's actually pretty good. But like. It was just, it took me off guard because she was like actually a really thoughtful gift. She like gave me champagne, a little like glass thing that's over there and then like coasters. And it was like really sweet. And she just happened to be in Olive Garden and was like, hey, when can I swing by to drop off this gift? I'm like, well, I'm in Olive Garden right now. And she's like, shut up. And she was like, let me get you it. So she like, it was, it actually turned out really well. It was a lot of fun, but. That's good. Yeah. At first it was pretty like tragic, <laughs> but. It's okay. We're doing great. It all works out. Sorry, I'm like yawning over here. Like, yeah, I know. I don't even know why. I'm not even tired. You always yawn during our podcast. No, I don't. Don't give me that face. Don't <laughs> give me that face. Tell me I'm wrong because I can hear it on the audio when I edit. I am so trying <laughs> so hard to not yawn because I can catch, I'm catching myself doing it so much you know, right now. Like- I'm surprised that I don't yawn every time you yawn, but I think I've just gotten used to it at this point. I, I don't even know why I'm yawning. I'm not even tired. Like, I went to bed at a decent time last mm-hmm. night. Like, Well, you're doing great, sweetie. Everyone's doing great. I'm so excited for today's D&D session, which is it literally is what in it an is. hour and a half. I'm not nervous at all. Also, You're going to do great. I'm so excited. Everyone's so excited. Like, don't feel any pressure. Okay? It'll be great. It'll be great. Like, even if it's a total fail, we'll still have fun. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. I'm afraid that I have it too focused on roleplay, but whatever. Anyway, we are rambling long enough. Is there anything else you need to talk about your week? I think that we've covered pretty we much We should everything. just get right into this bloodbath of an anime, which, y'all, not gonna lie, Higurashi did not disappoint this, this show. This is one of those anime where they were like, they had us in the first half. <laughs> and then... <laughs> they had us in the first, like, four episodes. Yeah. And then it was like... Oh, but also this show is so freaking confusing. So we're going to try to explain that for you guys. To the best of our ability. Yes. But also this is a mystery. So if you don't want this completely fucking spoiled for you, leave. Get off right now. Go, watch, go watch it, it and then come back. But yeah, Mo, so do you want to get straight into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So the anime, of course, that we are reviewing today is When They Cry, which is the English. Also known as Higarashi. Because apparently when they cry... It's like it's... Higurashi something, 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 you know? Yeah, something, something, something. But it's a very bad but translation. But when they cry. So... Everyone knows it is when they cry. Yes. Um, Actually, most people know it as Higurashi, apparently. Really? Yeah, the I know it is when they cry. Well, but... we're heavy dub people, but, like, a lot of the fans... Dude, I got... <laughs> Let me tell you that I got so lazy. I started... I hated the dub, but I started watching it in dub because Why? I... Because I got so lazy. <laughs> I just didn't want to have to... The dub is literally... <laughs> awful Dude, do you, i know like the inner part of me was like i hate this so much but girl, you're a fake i just got so lazy i just got so lazy girl just talk about no all no, right just so, get into it i don't want to deal when, i don't want to do this hopabaloo <laughs> this like bullshit that you're spewing no 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 Mm-mm. okay when they cry of course fuck. is adapted from a video game a light novel and a manga okay I didn't know that. So all of that stuff, but mostly from the video game. So it's originally a video game. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. Murder mystery video game. We love those. Yes. Um, But we're just going to talk about the proto info for the animation. Yes, the first season specifically. Yes. um, So When They Cry was directed by Chiaki Kon, who has also directed Bleach, Hitalia, and... Weird enough, many yaois. 
Nice. We <laughs> yes. love it. <laughs> yes. I was Hell like, look- yeah. I was looking it up and I was like, the majority of his like filmography was yaoi. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Any um, of the good ones? <laughs> um, Jeonju Romantica. Really? Yes. Um, the world's uh, first greatest love, you know, one. Oh, dear God. Yeah, I know. I was like. So he went from Jonko Romantica to Higarashi. I actually think Jonju Romantica was before Higarashi. So he went from that to Higarashi. Yes. I guess he got. He got some. He got some mental traumas or something. This dude, man. I don't know. Um, so we have music by Kenji Kawai. Love this man. He is an amazing composer. Um, it's by Studio Dean, which is a very prominent studio. Mm-hmm. Um, has done Ranma One Half, Fruits Basket, and one season of The Seven Deadly Sins. Which season? Uh, The Wrath of the Gods or something. I think it's the the movie. The newest season. N- yeah. I think it's the newest season. Oh, that makes sense because the animation's not good in the new season. Yeah, so Studio Dean has done <laughs> the new season of The Seven Deadly Sins. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And um, it has 26 episodes. Its original run was from April 4th, 2006 to September 26, 2006. Gotcha. And then there's the other seasons, right? Yes. And then it's got like two other seasons and like movies and that. But we're yeah. just focusing on the very first, first season, season of it. And keep in mind, the, there's a lot of mystery in this, and it's not completely resolved in a type bow. In the first bun? season. Type bun? Type bow? Let's just say it's not completely resolved in the first season. Yes, that and it's... then it's kind of like packaged and looks all pretty after the end of the second season. Yeah. So um, should I just get straight It's kind of still it? a mess after the first season. Yeah, but... it's still a mess as we found out when I finished it yesterday. I'm like, no answers. And I'm like, well, shot, 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 shit. Fuck. <laughs> Get on to synopsis. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, so synopsis. It's going to be kind of hard to explain this. I'm going to try to do my best to kind of consolidate this. But we're going to go straight into, like, explaining the story after it. So, Garashi is a story that follows a group of friends that live in a small town called Hinamizawa. Hinamizawa? Hinamizawa. I was close. You were really close. I'm I proud was of close. you. Thank you. I'm getting better at this. Oh, I don't know why. I just you went to Lindell's. <laughs> you literally slipped Lindel into Lindell's voice. It's better than Todd. Fucking Todd Habercorn. <laughs> Todd Habercorn. My shoulders. Oh, that sounded creepy. Anyway, <laughs> Todd Habercorn creeping behind my shoulders. Imagine Todd Habercorn like peeking through like the, the blinds. The door. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Habercorn creeping over my shoulder. But um. But yeah, so um, Hinamizawa. You're doing close. great, sweetie. So great, so great. Um, which is has been captivated by a bloody legacy, like a bloody curse, pretty much for the past. So pretty much for the past four years, on the night of the Cotton Drifting Festival, a series of unexplained mystery, mysterious deaths occur. Pretty much in each of these um, situations, one person will get die very brutally, horrifically, very graphically, and one person kind of just. It was missing. And it has been labeled as the, okay, I'm going to butcher this, Oyashira-sama curse. You did pretty good on was that, that good? one. That's like Oyashiro, Oyashiro curse. Okay, gotcha. So that is what's ca- causing that. And pretty much our show 
takes place a couple, I would say a couple weeks before the Cotton Drifting Festival when our one of the main characters shows up, introduced in the new school. It's a very small rural town, so it's a very small school, like one one classroom, all the students in it, and it's just them meeting, interacting, and then leading up to the Cotton Drifting Festival. And pretty much, and there's like a series of story arcs, which I guess this is when we go straight into trying to explain why this show is so confusing. This story is split into question and answer arcs. Pretty much, you'll get like four or five episode arcs where it follows one of the main protagonists and it takes it from their perspective and they pretty much go living this arc and then something will happen where they go to the Cotton Drifting Festival and a death will happen. And then after the arc's over, it just restarts to where that first time they met. Or like yeah, basically that time. time resets every yeah. four or five episodes. Yeah, and it goes back to that happy time, and it just keeps redoing this arc, and each arc kind of reveals. So pretty much, no one can remember what happened the previous time loop, except for like one character, which we'll mention later. But each arc, they're not really they're not related. They like there's something different each time in each one, but more stuff is re- um, revealed to the. The listeners, the uh, the audience, like as major plot points. So we'll figure out a little bit more about the curse or the town or the different families or the characters or a new character will be introduced. And it's interesting because it does relate to the overall narrative, but each arc is slightly different and it's really confusing. And that's pretty much the general gist. We'll explain the arcs a little bit more when we talk about characters because it affects them a lot. Um, is there anything else overall story-wise that's not a spoiler you want to mention? I mean, just that there's, I guess there's just a lot of paranoia. And there's like, a lot of, there's, you know, it's a big, like we said, what's the genre is like a mystery, horror, mystery, murder yes. type, you know. So there's a lot of like paranoia and stuff. Um, the story does an incredible job at pacing. Like that is the mm-hmm. big thing. Biggest takeaway on this anime. The pacing of it is immaculate. <laughs> like, I know. I was, I was never bored with Oh it. yeah. Cause they reveal, they they keep so much hidden and then they reveal it mm-hmm. and then the bloodbath happens or the massive violent action happens and it's just, they do such a good job like fucking aot their first season could have taken a page out of higurashi's book because like <laughs> i love aot not hating on y'all aot i love you guys everyone knows i love aot but i would have loved aot a lot more if the pacing if it had just... like a pacing more like this. yes and this page it's just great for a mystery i think th- i think the pacing is why this anime is so good Mm-hmm. But we can talk about that more. Um, that's pretty much it. So, y'all, we're going to get into spoiler area now. So, you kind of got a general gist. The story will make a little bit more sense when you watch it. Go watch it. And for the rest of us. Or if you don't, get ready for some spoilers. Yeah, right. And for the rest of us that don't mind it, here we go. Do you want to uh, get straight into the characters? Yes, let's start with Keiji Maibata. Yes, the first character. Our only male. Yes. Like, I love the group. that. This man is pulling all the girls of all ages. Dude. It's kind of creepy. I started hating him more and more as, like, yeah. the story went on. Like, this man, like, I was like, is he a pedophile? Like, what is this guy's deal? Because he, like, Well, he started becoming these... more pervert. Yeah, like, like, he's like, oh, you're so cute. Like, I want to help you. And I'm like, is this, like, a brotherly thing? Or is this, like, well, in, I guess, an anime, if it's brotherly, it could still be, like, sexual. Yeah. Because. Especially Everything when, like, says. 
a character when Shion was introduced, he started getting really more perverted, and it yeah. was just I was like, oh, I'm starting to not like you. Yeah, this man, he like you're a really bad character. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much a he's a city boy that just transferred to the rural know, area. Yeah, and um, which the circumstances revolving that was kind of shocking. I I'm glad I looked this up because. I was under the impression that he was going around murdering little girls. That is not what he was doing. He yeah. was shooting them with BB guns. But I thought he was like straight up yeeting these girls. And I no, was he's like, just shooting them with BB like, guns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And everyone's just like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what do you mean, okay? You just found out he's going around perving on little girls and killing them. And like, you're all fine. And you're little girl. You are a little girl. Like, and you're fine with that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Y'all, if a guy is going around shooting people with BB guns, you don't just, like... I don't know, like, all these characters, I think, that are a little bit, like, psychopaths, yeah. you know? Yeah. like we love it. Like, they just put all the psychopaths in Hinamizawa and right? just, like, like, call it good. Here y'all go. Which, I don't know, we talked about uh, some of the characters in um, our top ten. Mm-hmm. Shion. Shion. Is what the one we Shion. talked about. Which now I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense. And she deserved to be on that list and deserved to be that high on that list. Because yes. that girl was crazy, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, Kichi pretty much, you know, he's the only male. He's very protective of his friends and he's very social. He, Especially in like when the time resets in the first part, he's very like my friends, my friends and stuff. Yeah. There's a couple times where he's like pretty shitty. Pretty shitty, and then he goes like psychotic and insane yeah. and stuff like that, and then he's like, "Fuck you all!" Like, yes, I'm saving myself. Yeah, he's he, he's just he's an odd character, but he is loyal to his friends over mm-hmm. anything else, which is why he's such a good character, and he's very aggressive, very irrational, but he's also incredibly smart. He's like a genius by mm-hmm. all standards, and why he apparently got bored with his life so he started shooting little girls with bb guns don't shoot little girls with bb guns okay it's like there are other activities that can entertain you i mean shooting girls it could have been guns. worse he could have like true he straight up yeeted these yeah. girls like i thought he was like don't <laughs> straight eat up he was little girls <laughs> oh god but yeah so do you feel like that's kichi pretty much yeah i feel like that was basically kichi's yeah, character so i will introduce the next one which is actually the main character of the show which is Rika Fuda. Frude. Wow. I, that one's... I was close. I forgot the R in that pronunciation. That's fine. She is like, literally like seven. I think she's actually ten. I looked oh, up her age. She's, ten. she's okay. ten. So she is the head priestess, like, daughter. And mm-hmm. she is now the new priest because her father's dead. Oh, we didn't mention it. Every character has some sort of tragedy in their life, apparently, and so like, well, like they're all basically all orphans or something, or something. Like, except for Kichi, he has two parents, but his tragedy was the bullying, yeah, and, like yeeting little girls. <laughs> don't fucking eat little girls. You'll find out why you don't in this show because these little girls are crazy. But Rika's is her dad died mysteriously, and she also she's like a sweet little girl, you know, long purple hair. She's a purple hair bitch. I would say blue hair. She's not purple hair. No, purple hair is a she's different not, kind of personality. Yeah, she's sweet. You know, she's not She's not psycho. No, but, but she, the crazy thing about her, though, is that she's 110 mentally. Yeah, because they're the time loop, they reset, and no one can remember it but Rika. Rika can remember each time loop like, up to when she dies, which she dies a lot in these time loops. Because, like, the whole story is basically centered around her death. Yeah. So, Which we don't find out until the later half. Yeah, and we don't really I get it resolved till the second season. 
So that's an interesting aspect of Rika's character. She does a lot of the answers. So, which we'll explain a little bit more in the character development section. I think I'll just wait till we talk about the time loop stuff then. But that's pretty much Rika as a character. She's really sweet. She likes to describe situations with sounds. So she'll be like, the cat went nini. Or she'll be like, the mouse went scratch scratch. And so she describes a lot of stuff that happened like that. And it's mm-hmm. in- it adds a little creepiness, I guess. Well, the, the really thing I found really cool about Rika and stuff is that she switches from like a little girl voice to a very mature yeah, woman voice. Yeah, I was voice. like, what the fuck just happened? Like her voice changes and it's like... I mean, because when you think about it, she's 110 mentally, yeah, and so like, she's lived for a very long time, and so it's, yeah, of course she's mature. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, so that's Rika. Next character, do you want to introduce? Um, yes. Let's introduce Reina. Yes. I love this character. Reina Ryuku. I love this girl. She's like second to Yuno now in my wife list. <laughs> she's a lot, you know. Well, actually, I've heard that actually Shino would be second to Yuno. No, like Rina is I've, cuter. I've read a lot of the forums that like Shion is the. Um, second this is too. my waifu list, okay, not I'm the just, forums waifu. I'm list. just saying that's what the forums say. Oh, you're right. Rina is just a yangari, which she's just bad shit. Whereas Shino is actually like, if she did all those things for me, Satoshi. If I was to talk, Satoshi. okay, let's go on to okay. Rina because we're getting on to Shion, and so she's like last on my list because I just want to talk about that character. But sorry, Rina. Rena, so she's kind of I she's got like a split personality because yeah. she can be very like cute and stuff, but then all of a sudden she's Just like switches. Don't you like transfer out on us, huh? Right? Or she's like, Are you keeping secrets? Or she's like, don't keep secrets from me. And, and like, just, or okay, like, in that first arc when she stuck her hand through, through the, the door, door and like, like her eyeball? Well, she kept like pulling on the chain of the door and stuff, and I was. Oh my god! You haven't seen the 2020 remake trailer, have you? I did. I watched it today. Did you see the one where she goes boop and she just like looks? Yes. At yes. Okay, so one thing I really noticed is that when in the show, like when they are going like crazy and stuff, their eyes change. Oh yeah, I have that talked about in animation, okay. so we'll get to that, and I'm excited. But um, also we didn't mention they're making a new remake that's coming out like this month. Like the whole thing is coming out this month. So we're introducing there a 20, oh, 2006 remake, um, original, but I'm going to rewatch the remake with probably some friends. I mm-hmm. want to see how different the animation is, but we'll talk about animation. I'll find, we'll talk about it more in the next section. But. Yes, but Rena is like very crazy because she lived in like Ibu, like Tokyo mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she had to end up transferring to Hinamizawa because she smashed out all of the windows in her old school and, and like hurt, hurt like three students yeah like pretty badly too like with the baseball bat mm-hmm. and she's the character that if when you see higarashi's like characters she's the one the sailor outfit the one usually carrying a meat cleaver because that's her weapon of choice yes which she just pulls out of her ass is just like here's my meat cleaver let me just eat you which real is quick. like weird like I, I love how like in the first like three episodes nobody like Questioned it. Questioned it. She's just chilling, walking around with her meat cle- meat cleaver, her meat cleaver, and just like, just like whacking everyone. She's like, Okichi, oh, I'm over here now, and then let me just laugh real quick. I feel like she's the creepy. one that went like insane the most. Yes. No, Shion. Uh, it's between her and Shion. Yeah, but like, yeah. But like, Reina is very mentally unstable, mm-hmm. even from the beginning. You know. Yeah. She's so mentally unstable, but not as mentally unstable as um, the next character. Do you have anything else you want to mention about Rina? I'm good. Let's. The next character, which is Sato Hojo, 
This girl has been through a shit ton. It's, I think it's Satoko. Satoko. Sorry, I forgot a, a, a value. Va- value? A, a value. value? A value. This girl, <laughs> she is um, about the same age as Rika, whereas Rina is the same age as Kichi, which they're about 17? Rina's a year younger. Okay. Then Keiichi. Keiichi's 16 and she's like 15. Gotcha. These, these people are young, guys. They've been through a lot. But Satoko, she is a small blonde girl. She is portrayed as mischievous and she talks a little oddly. She has a very unique accent. But she... She's got purple-haired bitch personality. She got purple-haired bitch personality, guys, but she's a blonde. It's very deceiving, honestly. But... And she has an older brother that she, like, really loves, but the older brother is one of the people that was a victim of the the curse and mm-hmm. went missing. And she thinks that he's going to come back, and in order for him to come back, she has to prove to be stronger than pretty much the abuse that she's going through. Pretty much, her uncle and aunt have been extremely abusive to her and beat the shit out of this girl, and, like, it's so bad. Like, she... It's, they portray it pretty well that she's very traumatized from this, and... A few years before that, her her dad and her mother were the first two victims of the curse, right? Yes. And because they were supporting of the, of the dam, dam and... and the whole damn thing. That's a whole plot point. Y'all just need to watch the show to understand it. It's We're not getting into that. So literally this girl, her parents died, and then Rika's dad died, and then her aunt died, and her brother went missing, uh, Satoko, and then... I don't, oh, and then someone else died in somewhere in there. I don't know exactly the order, but this girl's been a lot. She's an orphan. She has and she lives with father. Rika, too. Yeah, well, she kind of lives with Rika. In some arcs, she lives with Rika. In some arcs, she she's with her uncle. And, uncle. Yeah. And, well, the aunt's still dead. But, so it starts off where she lives with Rika, and then it trans- transitions to living with her uncle, and then goes back to, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me, but. Like, it's like alternate realities and stuff yeah it's so, just the time loop aspect that's confusing where but, like something changes and so you know yeah so this girl she she has a couple breakdowns this this girl's very mentally unstable but she's seven and has gone through all this shit and but she tries like her best to be confident and strong and she is a strong character but she's also a little girl that she's also a 10 year old girl yeah. that's this is like, when the characters you don't eat you she, don't eat this character because she's this character not mentally have, 110 yeah. yeah so this character yeah so, like, there's one thing where she sees Kichi over Rika's dead body in one of the arcs, and she literally, like, snaps. And she's like, why are you doing And she screams and yells and cries and blah, blah, blah. And then she, like, she's just crazy and then, like, kills Kichi, as you do. I feel like she was the one tortured the most. Oh, she's so, so much she's been through. Oh, yeah, and that was another weird thing with Kichi. Like, when he broke into the bathroom to... Yes. Yeah, that was... And then she was just naked and... <laughs> Let's not talk about it. I it can't. Was just, it was just not good. But yeah, don't yeet any girls in this anime because someone else in this anime will kill you. It's, Literally. It's just like so weird how all the girls are like one step ahead of like whoever's like investigating yeah, it's, it's or crap, insane. you know? Yeah, so that's Satoko. Do you want to talk about the that's first twin? Mion. Mion? Mion Sonozaki. Yes. So so the twins are a little weird and stuff, yeah. but Mion is the first one that we meet mm-hmm. in the whole series and stuff. You know, she's the one at school and everything. Yes. And and she's portrayed as the green-haired girl. She always has that little gun. Has her gun, hair up. Always has the hair up. She has that little gun in the holster. But mm-hmm. if her 
I guess she just carries a gun around with her all the time. Yeah, I, I thought that uh, was so weird. I'm like, nobody's gonna. But I, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. She's part of the Sonozaki family. Right? Yeah, and so she's the next heir to the Sonozaki. Which is what are they technically a yakuza? <laughs> yeah, yakuza type like town. gang, you know, yeah. family. So she has a lot of responsibility due to that. I would say Mion is the only character that doesn't have a mental breakdown that causes her to kill people. Yeah, she's the actually the only character that doesn't kill anyone. But she does have major mental breakdown. Yes. Because of an immense amount of abuse and torture, and she literally splits personality because of it. Yes. So I'm going to kind of like explain just a little bit of it. But so, of course, there's an older twin and a younger twin. So... The older twin is the heir to the Sonozaki yes. clan, which is Mion, but Mion is actually the younger twin. Which we don't because know of a that. Mix up. We don't know that in the anime. It's not ever portrayed in the anime adaptation. It is in the light novel and the audio mm-hmm. and reenactment of it. So keep in mind this is not for the anime, but it is a really interesting aspect that they switched one day and then one of them got a demon tattoo on it to mark them being the hair. The which hair. was Mion. Which was Mion, but Shion was in, pretending to be Mion that day, and so Shion and Mion had to permanently switch spots. Yes, so Mion is actually the younger twin, while Shion is actually the older yes, twin. Yes, which kind of explains why certain characters went bad shit the way they did. But um, is, is there anything else about Mion we want to describe? I think she's that's also pretty the Mion. leader. She's the leader of their little club, mm-hmm. and they play games and stuff. And she's she's pretty confident character, and she she's pretty. I like she was pretty funny. I enjoyed this character. Um, so should we just get into Shion? Yes, because I think that that was pretty much me. And she's not a very, you know, killy deep character, yeah. you know. But her twin sister, Shion. I love Shion. Shion's the crazy Shion. one. Yes, I just, I'm a sucker for a good yandere. You know how I am. Yes. But like, Shion pretty much escapes from like this girls club and stuff. Not girls club, a girls club, a girls school. And she starts living in a nearby city. And she and Shion are opposite personalities, where Mion is loud and almost tomboyish. Mion, I mean, Shion is very, like, prim, proper, proper because she went to that girl's school. And she's kind of, she she's more seductive, I would say. She, like, has that sex appeal she uses against, like, Kichi mm-hmm. and stuff. She has her hair half up, half down. Yeah, so it's like, there are distinct distinctions between the two. And only Rina really can tell that, even when they pretend to be each other, she she kind of puts it together. And so I like Shion a lot. Um, this girl, she has a mental breakdown. Let's just say that she is in love with Satoko Hojo's brother, Satoshi. Yes. So the and little purple-haired bitch uh, yeah. girl that's not purple-haired, the older brother she's in love with. And she kind of... That's the of, major source of her breakdowns yeah, throughout she, the whole thing. <laughs> she's under the impression that it's Satoko's fault that the guys she liked ran away or disappeared. And she... Kind of just beats the shit out of Satoko in one arc, pretending to be Mion, so that's a whole thing. And then she continues to continue breaking down to the point where she kills her grandmother, and then kidnaps Mion, tortures Mion, kills the, the city, the town's leader, because yeah. the town's leader betrayed her. And and then, like, at, like, one point, doesn't she, like, confront Rika and stuff? Like, yeah. Yeah. And then Rika kills herself because of it. And then she talked. And then she tortures Satoko. And Satoko never cries because she's determined to let her brother come back. Because if she cries, she won't. And then she dies. And then Mion just has a total breakdown in the dungeon because she's like, everyone's dead. And then Kichi shows up and Rina. And they're like, 
And then Shion is like, oh, can I have a moment with Kichi? And then she's like, ha, bitch, I'm going to torture you too. And hammers his fingers with nails and then kills Mion? Yes. Yes. So she kills Mion and pretends to be Shion again. Okay, guys, it's so confusing. Shion pretty much kidnaps Mion, shoves her down, but then pretends to be Mion in front of Kichi and Rina and everyone else in the world. And then she kills all these people and then she hides and then she kills Mion to pretend to be herself in the dungeon. So she gets excreted out and then she goes and kills Kichi later because she was unsuccessful. And then she slips and falls out of a balcony. She just yeets herself off a balcony. This is just one crazy bitch. This is just one crazy bitch and no one understands what happened. And I'm like, what the fuck? But I love the character. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, it was great, you know? Like, once she started actually getting crazy and stuff, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, this is a more dynamic character than this what is, I thought. Oh, yeah, I was very happy with it. And I was upset that she wasn't crazy every single story arc. Because the mm-hmm. first time she's introduced, she's super sweet and, like, yeah, and a then great person. And then the whole Satoshi thing gets introduced. and Yeah, and then she's just crazy. It's just, no, it's not. It's just crazy. <laughs> she's just crazy. But yeah, so um, do we kind of want to mention some of the minor characters? Yeah, we can kind of like briefly mention them and like their role in it. And So there's that detective guy, Oshi. Oshi. And he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. And sometimes he seems as super caring and then he's an asshole again. And I can't tell if he's a good character or a bad character. He's kind of trying to like investigate what's going on. He, and like Hinemizawa. De- yeah, because change- each arc changes perspective between characters. So... From certain characters' perspective, he's a great guy. In some characters' perspective, he's an awful human being. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's dependent on that perspective element. But that's pretty much what he's doing. He's investigating what the hell's going on with these different murders. Then there's the freelance photographer. What's his name? Takano. Or... Yeah. He was cool. I liked him. He literally, every arc, he only ended up he in always like died. one he episode. He always <laughs> died at the Cotton Festival thing. And then the next chick, um, Ton- Neo yeah. Takano? Yeah, she always went missing at the Cotton Festival. But it revealed in the second season a little bit. And she's also, our antagonist. She's the main antagonist of the show. And she loves making it creepy. Like, this character just mm-hmm. adds the eerie dread to everyone. She's like, oh, hello. Yeah. But it's kind of like, those are who those characters are. It's revealed more in the second season about, like, what, like, Mio and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But And then there's also the doctor, um, Dr. Yuri. Yeah. And he's just kind of a creep. He's kind of obsessed with They're Satoko. All creeps. I really thought there was going to be some weird pervy kidnapping thing happening. I was waiting for it. And I was shocked. I it wouldn't didn't have happen. been surprised. I was waiting for it. It might end the second season. Who knows? We'll find out. But yeah, that's pretty much our characters. Um, we should probably talk about development a little bit. Yeah. Um, Definitely, like, in the, you know, like the development of the story and how it goes. So. Very much from the first episode until we find out that Rika is the main protagonist, it's so confusing. Oh, yeah. Because you don't even know, like, like, what's going on? What's up with these time skips? Like, you know. Yeah, well, it's, okay, I think we should talk more about the time loop. Yeah. Pretty much what happens is there's an arc where there's a question. It's the question arc, which usually foreshadows a tragic death. And they go around and it follows a character. So the first arc follows Kichi. And it follows him, and he reaches a point where he has a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. and he kills a bunch of people horrifically and dies. 
later on, there's an answer arc that is exactly parallel to the question arc, except for it's from a different character's perspective, which I think... Usually Rika's. Usually Rika's. And it usually does. I think there's a couple that... There's one that I think goes back to Kichi or something like that. But um, in the second season, I think there's more. But like each arc follows... There's like five different arcs, I think. Yeah. Each one, except... No, there's four. I don't think Rika has an arc. So I think... I know Kichi does. Satoko has one. And Shion and Mion have one. And then isn't the last one Rina? Oh, and Rina. Yeah, Rina has one. So there's four. Because I don't think Mion has one. It's just Shion. It's all the ones that basically kind of went. Yeah, guys, it's confusing. Because there's one where, like, the one with Shion going bad shit, that's taken from... Whose perspective is that from? The one where Shion went bad shit? Yeah, because it's actually... The answer arc is from Shion's perspective. We hear Shion. I think it's Kichi's perspective. Yeah. And so we... Because he's the... Yeah, yeah. I think it's Kichi. And then it goes back to... And then the answer arc, Shion, we see the entire arc again, but from Shion's perspective and understand And she's like why explaining she why. Yeah, exactly. That's an important element of the character development. They have these different arcs and then they take a different perspective and explain the other character's actions. Mm-hmm. And it makes so much more sense. And it's really interesting. Like... I like how he, I like how Higurashi does this. Like, I like how that show works. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's so fucking confusing when you don't know what's happening. Yeah, but not every character dies in every arc. The only character that dies in almost every arc is Rika. Because yes. the whole time skip is, like, trying to, like, re- resurrect her and, yes. like, get her to not die. Pretty much. There's literally a couple arcs where the entire city gets blown up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or like the entire town has like, toxic gas. Yeah, to- toxic gas. I'm like, what the hell? Gas. These people are not getting lucky at all. It's like, dude, they should have just dammed up and like flooded Hidimizawa. Right? Got rid of it, but that's a whole thing. But that's pretty much the characters, the character development. Anything else development-wise you want to mention? I think that we kind of covered it. So now we talk about the animation. Animation. Do you want to start this conversation? Yes, I actually want to talk about like their eyes because oh, that yes. was one aspect oh, that I found really cool. It's called the Higurashi face, is what it's called. Does that mean? Do you know what the Higurashi face is? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like I I know what you're talking about. It's just hard for me to describe because this anime is the staple for that, and that's yeah. why other animes have started using that. Kind of like the cat eye, like the looking, you know, over dramatic facial expressions and then the creepy laugh that follows with it yes whenever something horrific's happening the eyes get exaggerated yeah like exactly like you're describing and then the cat eyes because like all their eyes are very like standard anime eyes mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. they like get that like higurashi face and then the eyes turn cat eye and then yes. the you know over exaggerated facial expression exactly the very like dramatic like loud laughing smile and this like the yeah it's just oh it's it's really interesting. And the new camera angles, the distortion of the body, and it always happens when something crazy is happening. Because the normal animation style is this, like, cutesy, mm-hmm. artsy, like, lolly. Or, like, when one of the characters is threatening or something. Yeah. Or... or if someone's fucking dying, someone's always laughing while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Or having this exaggerated facial expression. Like, when Rika's stabbing herself on the throat with the knife, Shion is just doing that face and laughing. It's yes. so creepy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, but I love how they, it made it a lot easier to keep track of, like, when they were going insane and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when they weren't, because you could tell by the facial expression oh, and yeah. the way their eyes looked. So it, it made that aspect a little easier to keep track of. Oh, yeah. 
And I like that quite a bit. I like that they kept the same art style, mm-hmm. but they changed the and they add the Higurashi face. It makes me wonder what they're gonna do in like the 2020 version. From what it looks like, they keep the same cutesy style, and then they add that element of creepy. I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see it in the new remastered version. I really yeah. am interested. It does sound like they kept all the same original voices, though. Mm, I would. Like, I kind of noticed a, a discrepancy in Keiichi's voice. The, in the sub? Yeah. I'm interested to see if they do an actual professional dub. Like, because it's through Funimation. So I'm interested to see if a bunch of, like, really well-known voice actors will do this. Yeah. I'm really interested to see that. Like, Monica Real, Colleen Glackenberg, and, like, Tall Tall Abercorn for Keiichi. Wait, who would play Keiichi? No, I don't think. Um, Probably... Probably Bryce Paddock. Bryce Pappenbrook? Yeah, I was close. Yes, I could see him doing oh, that. God, I hate his voice. <laughs> yes, I could see that one. I started thinking about I started thinking about Justin Brenner, but then I was like, mm, no. no. Probably it'd probably be Bryce. Monica Real would be in it, probably. Oh, Jamie Marsh would definitely be in it. She'd probably yeah. play Rena. I can see her playing Rena. Um, she, oh, who would play Shion? Oh, the bad shit girl. The girl that plays Annie from. Um, Attack on Titan, probably. I forget her name. Okay. Oh, Brianka, the girl that plays Yuno, Gossai, could also do it. Sorry, now we're talking about, like, the dub and stuff. Ignore us. But animation, getting back on track. It's really art- light and fluffy. I like yeah. that. And then it goes creepy fast. Yeah. And the face is really silly. I like how they're able to incorporate that kind of creepy Oh, yeah. Hard into Which it. I feel the music is the biggest thing that adds to that. That original mm-hmm. soundtrack, it has like half is super cutesy and the other half is like extremely eerie and dark. Really amps up the oh, whole horror. It sets the tone incredibly because the animation subpar at best. Like it's yeah. nothing special for 2006 animation. But the music really sets that tone. Yeah, I can see why that it's kind of like a cult classic for oh, yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. That, it's it's good. And the opening sets the tone extremely well as well. Mm-hmm. I love the it opening. It took me a while to get used to the opening and stuff, but then I started unique. to really like it. Because it's very the song is very unique, and then it just pretty much shows each character in a very creepy way. And mm-hmm. I just, I like, it's very eerie. I like it a lot. It's very, like, trippy. It feels like you're on drugs when you're watching the beginning of it. Yeah. Literally. I love it. Which it's maybe, very colorful. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much the music. Anything else you want to say about music? I'm pretty good. I mean, I loved it. I, I really thought he did, did a like really it. good job with the soundtrack. I mean, I think compared to some of his other works, it's not as great. But I think it's because of that split between yeah. cutesy and then also dark. But yeah. I think the eeriness is still there. Yeah, I think he, but I still think he did a pretty good job. Like, I oh, was yeah, sure. thoroughly impressed. But yeah, so that is music. So, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Anything that we didn't mention that you are dying to share with the audience? All of our devoted fans are of the Bay podcast, our bingies. I don't, I think we honestly hit everything that I was wanting to talk about. So. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much just wanted to say it has amazing story and pacing. Uh, animation's pretty subpar. Music's really great. Characters, I really do like the characters. Mm-hmm. I think... I like how most of the cast was, like, girls going insane and stuff. Yeah, like, like, it was interesting. And there's not really this... None of the girls are that typical, like, love interest character. 
No, they all stand They're independent. Very, very independent characters, and I love that aspect to which I think adds so much more to the show. Because mm-hmm. if let's say Shion was just the love crazy f- of like Kenichi, but she also or... has this whole thing with like her family and how they treat her and stuff, and it it's it adds a lot to the character, and I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely, like, this was a very good choice to start off for our Halloween. Oh, yes, for sure. And I hope you guys are enjoying this, because I am really looking forward to these. Um, So, sorry, my neighbor is weed-eating again, or something. But, um, question of the anime. If your friend comes to you, let's say I come to you, Mo, and I say, hey, I killed my roommate and cut up his body, can you help me hide it? Or you caught me with a fridge full of body parts. What would you do? I would probably tell the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Wow. Like It's like, I love you, Maddie, but like I couldn't know. If I had my mental breakdown, you wouldn't be there for me? I think the safest place for you would be prison. Uh, what? Really? I'm hurt. Well, then you couldn't kill anyone else. I'm hurt. But you probably are making the safest option. <laughs> well, damn. Well, because then, because I'd be scared you'd, this... like, kill me and stuff. So, like, yeah, I'm going to turn yeah, you in. Yeah, you're right. I would probably kill you because I can't have witnesses. Yeah. So, of course, I would turn you in. <laughs> you're like, well, damn. You're like, damn straight I would turn you in. I mean, because that, that's what happens in this anime a lot. It's all these characters find out about all these awful things each other have done. And they're like, we're friends. We'll help you for anything. We're your family. It's and like, I'm like... What? It's like, I love you and stuff, but probably the safest place for you is prison. I mean, for me, I think it would depend, like... Or a mental institution. One true. of the two. If it's, like, an accident or it has good motives where I don't think you're on close to a mental breakdown, I might help you hide the body. But most likely, I would be like, you're having a total mental breakdown. And like, if it was, like, out. an accident and stuff, I'd probably, like, help you get into, like, a mental institution or something like that. But, like, if you did it, like, on purpose, like legit like first degree murder then i would be like no which none of these characters ever had just went up and killed people they did it for different motives yeah um some of them were more justified than others uh shooting little girls in the eye was never justified you don't eat (laughs) little girls freaking kichi but like rena she killed two people because they were trying to scam her family and she was getting ptsd from what happened with her mom so she was like nope you're being a bitch elsa's that girl was attacking her, so it was kind of self-defense. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably... Like, if I came to you and yeah. said, that, like... Well, if any of my close friends came to me. It depends on the friend, and it depends... The thing is, I would probably notice that something was up before then, and I would probably help them before it got to that point. But if it's something where it was self-defense, and I'd probably encourage them to go to the police because... If it's truly self-defense, we'll you'll be fine. But if it's something that's like first degree murder, if it's truly self-defense, but it looks like they'll get framed for it or something, then I'll be like, if they like murdered a politician by in self-defense, I'm gonna be like, you should run. You should. You should, <laughs> you should go. Um, I didn't see anything tonight. I do not want to get murdered. But I don't know. It's all just. It's a what if, you know. It's a big what if. It's probably never going to happen. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to ask that question because a lot of these characters do that, and it's the what? How far does the how far does loyalty go? Yeah. True friendship. 
I don't think that Bond is ever going to live up to that level. It's like, I love you and everything, but like, mm, I don't I know mean, if I would ever like help you hide a body yeah, I feel like, type of love, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like some of those things that on our personalities, as well as just how we value life and friendship. Yeah. I would never help someone do something so terrible. Like if yeah. they're about to jump off a bridge, figuratively, I'm not going to tell them, you're doing great, sweet. I'm going to help you. Yeah. Jump off that bridge. I'm going to be like, I'm yanking you off of that cliff and making sure you're okay. And I don't care what I have to do to tell you, like to help you. Like if it's getting you institutionalized, if it's telling you that you're being stupid and you're not making this well, if it's telling your significant other what you've been doing or trying to get that relationship to end, no matter what, I will do that if I have to. Yeah. I'm not going to just wait and see what happens. Yeah, I get it. But. I don't know. Let's get on to Our music, music recs. So, do you want to go first, Mel? I will go first. So, this week I am recommending the opening to to kind of keep in our like Halloween, Halloween horror theme. Uh, we're doing. I'm doing the Dead Man Wonderland opening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? <laughs> oh, um, um, I know it's by like only other underworld or something uh, like that. It is only one reason. I, yeah, I think so. Something like that. It is in one of our top ten horror openings. Yes, it is. So, Please check it out. It's also in English, if any of you guys would like to check that out. Yes. Um, but I really like that song. It's very heavy metal. Yeah. Very like... <laughs> I really like that opening. Um, just to kind of keep within our theme. but Yeah, I like it. Um, I do like that opening quite a bit. Now that I've started listening to it again, I do like it. So I'll do my opening. I'm changing my opening recommendation. I don't know if we recommend this one yet or not, but I'm recommending the first opening to Parasite, the maximum. Have you done that one yet? I don't think we've done We it. did it in the top 10. Um, so this one's a heavy metal one as well, since you reminded me of heavy metal. It literally is like screamo heavy metal. Yeah. And I love it so much. And it's just like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> It's a good one. I don't remember who the artist is. I'll include a link in the description. It's also on Spotify now. Our links are supported there. Thank you, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Um, so please, please, please like check those songs out because you will not be disappointed. If you're a heavy metal fan, both of those are like your forte. Yes. So. But um, we're not drawing this week because we're... Maddie, what anime are we doing next week for our Halloween? <laughs> we're reviewing Corpse Party. Yes, because it's finally back on. It's on, verb. and it's on YouTube, and it's only four episodes, and it'll make it a lot easier for this week, because this week's going to be hell. So, yes, we will exams. be reviewing Corpse Party next week, so. I'm super excited. I, If we thought when the cry was a blah blah, a blah blah, a blah blah, a blah blah, a blood blah, a blood bath, Corpse Party is, like, the bloodiest bath. Yes. And I am here for it. I'm so excited want to see i've been trying to get this every time i hang out with people and we drink i'm like they're like let's watch an anime i'm like how about which watch curse party and they're like oh cool what is it i'm like it's a bloodbath they're like oh, i don't know about that i'm like <laughs> pussy ass bitches we're watching it we're watching this i'm sorry i'm really excited but yeah so you want to shamelessly plug our yes so our instagram is binge's anime edition sorry i just had like a little burp right there. Oh, like she looks like she's about to like die over there. I'm like, you're doing. Great, I just had Mo. like a little burp right there. Sorry. You're doing great, sweetie. Um, our Twitter, ha- tw- tw- Twitter handle is Anime Bingers. 
Yeah, and if you guys could tweet us, like tweet at us or whatever, a recommendation you guys want us to review, we'll do that. If there's a horror-themed anime you want us, never mind, because these episodes we already have our lineup way before. So if you want us, and in the future, if you want us to do horror anime, let us know. We might be doing a Christmas-themed horror anime special (laughs) because there's no such thing as Christmas anime. If there are, let us know, and we might watch it. If unless it's like really bad. If it's yes. really bad, we'll still review it. Just let us know. But um, yeah, that's our Twitter, our Instagram. Please reach out to us. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We could not do this without you. We also have a Patreon. Please go on there, support us. If you recommend something on there, we'll definitely do it. Uh, we're gonna start getting some merch ideas. I think ready. We're gonna add some extra content on there. We're on the works for that. So we're yes. gonna try to add audio. I mean, audio video stuff to some things for you guys i have a series i think i'm going to start for our patreon did i tell you about this already is it the trader yes but it's a whole series okay you're gonna do like a series i think i have an idea for a series and it'll be like once a month i'll try to do something that'll be cool so um i'll hammer it out and then next week we'll announce that probably all right but yeah so thank you guys so much for listening Please, 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 good luck binging. Please check out When They Cry. You guys will not be disappointed. Um, Yes. Good luck binging out there, and have a great day. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.